This episode of Levac and Goss is brought to you by Johnstone Supply in Troy. The winter is slowly approaching. Things are starting to change. It's getting a little bit cooler in the capital region now and across upstate New York. And you need to make sure that you've got the place that can help you through that process. And it's Johnstone Supply in Troy. Family-owned and operated business that's been helping capital region residents for decades. And trust me, even if you live outside of Troy and you're not stopping over on 6th Avenue, you can still find the information that you need over the phone. Johnstone Supply in Troy wants to help you, whether it's a furnace change, an air filter, something in your home that needs to be upgraded, more efficient, to make sure it's working properly for you. Give our guys a call, 518-272-5922. Ask for Tom or Kev or James. Ask for Tom especially because he's a part of our Fantasy Football League too, so you can talk some trash about it, ask him some fantasy tips. He's a great guy, 518-272-5922. Or again, 6th Avenue in Troy to find out all the great things that Johnstone Supply in Troy can do for you. Give him a like on Facebook as well, Johnstone Supply NY, helping you to make sure your home is ready to go for the winter months. Now, on to this episode of Levac and Gods. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Levac and Gods. Brought to you live from the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Studios here on Central Avenue. I feel like the sweaty balls thing. <laughs> the good. sweaty ball skit. Uh, Somebody I, turned that on their car, by the way, the podcast. <laughs> like, Ooh, is this going to yeah. be the whole 90 minutes? Oh, my God. Like, we should do this for a little while. And then it get really loud. And then uh, Mike Cordes says, hi, everybody. Uh, hi, Mike. Founder and uh, owner of Techies Fire and Water Restoration. And one of the owners of the Albany Empire. There he is. Um, now he's, he's adjusting his belt. He's also, yeah, like. he's nice enough to show us how cold <laughs> it is outside today. Uh, that was that was very pleasant of him. Um, listen, here here we got uh, people saying hi already. So we got Joey Haas, the fellas, fire, flame. I, you might call this flamers. It's fine either way. This I'm show fine. is so lit, Joey. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, so lit. Randy Tucker, hi, Levac and guys. Hi, Randy. How are you? It's good to it's good to be here. It is a uh, Tech East Tuesday. And uh, we are we are thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to be talking to you because, uh, well, there's a chance this is the only show we're doing this week because uh, Gaz is dying and um, <laughs> and and I uh, I'm going. I got a lot of stuff. I'm very I'm a very busy man. Very busy man. My wife informed me before I came to today that I have fluid in my lungs and I should have a doctor look at that. But I told you, Levac, I will do the show with you. I You're will, like, yeah, let's just be clear on something. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have Rona. I mean, I'm getting tested tomorrow, and I got that. Well, you get tested tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I was busy today. I had to take a nap, and you know, I was coughing a lot, so oh. I'll get tested tomorrow. But I just, I'm, sure, I just, I'm sure you'll be fine during the show. I just want to point out, I now have video evidence. I have proof. If I need to take a little 10-day staycation, it's Gaza's fault. It's Gaza's <laughs> fault. Ah, the Empire will run itself. Tech East Media will be fine. Be fine. Right. We're going to have a deal to go to the turkey trot right now. I'm going to be at the turkey trot. Not going to run the turkey trot. going to volunteer and help. Because that's what I do. All right. Um, before we go into the good stuff, let's get the crap out the way. Uh, Henry Ruggs, the third wide receiver of the Las Vegas Raiders this morning, about 3.39 a.m. Um, I'm going to say allegedly in the beginning, and then you guys can just pepper it in in your own mind. Allegedly. Um, he was driving his Corvette. Uh, a Toyota RAV4 was rear-ended by said Corvette. The RAV4 uh, caught on fire, had to be put out. And uh, someone was deceased inside the RAV4. So at this moment, um, Mr. Ruggs III is looking at a DUI with manslaughter peppered in. Um, Not trying to make light of any of this. It's just uh, horrendous. And I am going to go on the record right now and say that somehow, someway, this will be one of those situations where someone comes out and says um, the, the RAV4 was partially to blame 
and they don't want to ruin two lives because the NFL does not want people believing 22-year-old star players in Corvettes are running wild inside the Vegas. So thoughts and prayers to the family and the victim, but I almost I will be shocked if this is not swept under the rug. Oh, is that man. dark? Am I dark? Am no, I being too dark to start I, the show? I might be being too dark. I'm sorry. Well, I'll say fart jokes and funny stuff soon, but I just want to get this out of the way. I, I, I can't imagine a scenario where the NFL lets this be all about Henry Ruggs getting drunk and hitting somebody with a Corvette. I'm surprised the way in which you've taken that take because I think it's very nuanced. I usually use the SAT word there because you and I understand how this goes in the yeah. professional sports landscape that, like you said, on a Tuesday, where it's usually a slower sports day when we talk about headlines and things like that, the NFL does not, this is a talking point, and you mentioned the city of Las Vegas in particular, of are people over the acceptance of sports gambling, sports wagering, in the wild west of Vegas, and if we're going to continue to put athletes, professional athletes, out there with millions of dollars in their early 20s, is this an example? Is this a outlier? Is this... What does this mean for the future of Las Vegas? And that's an interesting point that either you've got an idiot like Henry Ruggs making this terrible mistake or more mistakes are on the way. Here's another thing to look at. The 2024 Super Bowl is still yet to be named. So right now you've got Los Angeles coming up. You've got Arizona, space, and then New Orleans. And everybody thinks it's going to be Las Vegas. Right. Now, why is there a pause right now? You may wonder about situations like this that, okay, what if we, as the NFL, have this city as our representation of what we believe is the shield, the integrity of the shield, and we say, Oh, this is what's going on in Las Vegas? Yep. You know, look, there are athletes who play for the Golden Knights hockey team that, at least off the top of my head right now as we're talking about this, I can't tell you the situations in which they may have found themselves in trouble with the law out in Nevada. This is a prime example on a Tuesday of something that may knock rugs out for the remainder of the season. The NFL gets so all over the place with punishments and how things happen, but if the NFL put him on the commissioner's exempt list or ended his season today, I'm not going to argue with that decision by Roger Goodell. Yeah. No, I, I think you have to. I would put him on the list right away. I, I would. And, and look, I, he was mic'd up earlier this year, Henry Ruggs III, and I liked what I heard. He sounds like, a, he sounds like an upbeat, fun dude, team-first kind of guy. Like He sounds like the guy you want one of your young, hopefully future stars to be. But this, I mean, this is the kind of thing, I guess my point in all of this is I hope that this is realistically about finding justice for the victim of this, okay? That's a hope. And then if the information comes back and it's not 100% Ruggs' fault or something like that, I would love to believe that, but I'm not going to believe it. I'm not. I'm not going to believe it. And I believe the exact charge is uh, DUI resulting in death, which already sounds like you're going, yeah, you know, it's uh, DUI, uh, murder, manslaughter, that's dark. We don't want to go there. How about, uh, let's, how do we clean this up? Resulting in death. Oh, it just so happened. It was, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm very disappointed, very saddened. And I just hope it's really about that and not the, the politics, the, the, um, the optics of, of a 22 year old star doing something extremely stupid, um, in, in Las Vegas. But we'll see. All right. Had to do the serious story. Now it's gone. We go on to the, Fun, fun stuff. stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. Uh, not so fast. Drama Monday Night Football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we are live here at uh, Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal. Check us out online, tefirewater.com. Techies Tuesday. Guys, was last night the worst Monday Night Football game so far of the year? Yes, and not even just the, last, the worst Monday Night Football game of the year. If you've had to sit through quarter by quarter of an NFL game, I'll put that at the bottom. It was bad. Constantly. 
every time both the Giants and the Chiefs, a big play, a big opportunity, an open receiver, a big momentum, both were looking at their feet and saying, all right, which one can I shoot at now? The left <laughs> one, the right one? Do I have another? Constantly, both teams self-inflicted wounds throughout the entire game. You know, we hear the expression sports, neither team deserved to lose that game. Neither team deserved to win that game. Fair, last night. Fair, it's fair. Oh, it's just a terrible game. Well, the Chiefs find the way at the end to win it. And 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 we're talking about a, a slate of Monday Night Football games where just a week ago we had a 13-10 final in in rain and nastiness. Way more exciting this game. Way more exciting this game. Three total turnovers, two for the Chiefs, uh, one for the Giants, meaning that this is the fourth straight game for the Chiefs that they've had a, a multiple turnover game. It is the um, tied for the longest streak in the NFL this season, as well as the longest streak under Andy Reid. Okay, all right. <laughs> Derek Gore is not related to Frank Gore, just so everybody knows. He is from my dad's alma mater, Nottingham High School in Syracuse, New is York. Is he really? Yes, he is. Derek Gore, the Nottingham Bulldog, Nottingham, Nottingham faithful and true. Zero carries uh, going into last night. Seven rushes, 41 yards, and a touchdown um, for the Chiefs' last drive. So no carries in his career, then seven in one drive for uh for mr gore for your your father's pseudo classmate or whatever the <laughs> hell he is so it just it's just an ugly no fun game like and and look giants fans there's that defense they, they did what they could do offsides ruins the whole damn game but the defense looks like the they might be waking up the giants defense that was so you know, above what you hoped they would be last year under Patrick Graham as the, as the coordinator. They There's your plus. They look good. Patrick Graham's a really good coach. Yeah. Lewis Riddick in the Monday Night Football television crew last night did a great job of showing, okay, here's why Mahomes can't make a play. Double coverage here, double coverage here. Now, is it all about Patrick Graham having a great scheme against Patrick Mahomes, or do we go further back to the Super Bowl against Tampa where maybe that tape, that film of how the Buccaneers defended Patrick Mahomes is now spread across the NFL where Mahomes does not look like the dominant quarterback he's been over the last three seasons. But Graham did a great job. Yeah. Uh, to the well, the, the, yeah. Let him have the underneath stuff. Make him, make him be patient. Make him screw up. And it, I don't want to you know, break my arm and pat myself on the back because it's painful. But I told you after his rookie year where he was just doing these amazing things. Sooner or later, he's going to regress simply because there's when you've got a 300-pound lineman running at you and you – whip the ball around his side when you can't see where it's going sooner or later it's gonna it's gonna land in the wrong dude's hands yep and last year injury whatever regresses a little this year it looks like those the luck meter has gone to the wrong side for for mr mahomes they're daring the chief on the football and andy reed doesn't want to do it yeah it's like it's as if you have this great true weapon that you constantly want to use is patrick mahomes and andy reed's like I don't want to give it to the third stringer, though. I got Mahomes as my quarterback. Yeah, but nobody's open. Yeah, but it's also Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback. He just doesn't want to run the football enough. So if you're a Chief fan and you're frustrated even after a victory, you can't be that. The defense is terrible. Yeah. There are guys who are yeah. wide open. And now, flip it over to the Giants. They ran a graphic there in like the second half where they showed all the injuries. Where is everybody? Saquon, at one point, four wide receivers were injured. I actually thought, who was going to get on the field and catch the football? Tony got hurt, and then he came back, and a few other guys were just injured and not playing at all. But Giant fan, you mentioned it. The offsides penalty killed their momentum. There's a play in which they get a deep first down, and a, a penny, I think it's like the fourth string running back, 
gets in the chief defender's face and starts taunting him. The taunting's been bad in the NFL. That deserved the penalty. It was just idiotic of how dumb that play is. And then you have those two plays. What's up, right homie? There. Oh, that was, yeah, we actually <laughs> hey. got one. All right. All right, Mr. Uh, White Truck. How you doing? You get the false, you get the offsides call, you get the taunting call that really, and the phantom face mask, which look, if you go high on a player like Travis Kelsey and their face spins like this, you're probably going to get a penalty. Like, I don't know if I want to call it a phantom penalty, but those are all because of the Giants. Those are all their plays. Yeah. And by the way, Mahomes, he missed some open receivers yeah. last night, especially in the first half. Well, they say he's like overthinking now. Yes. Which, which those things have. I guess I still. I guess I finally give up on them being Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, I think I they're still going to find a way in the playoffs. Like, I still don't understand you, you, the Chris Jones experiment. Can we be done with this? He's not a defensive end. He's, he's, he's a monster of a defensive tackle. He's, and he's got a giant, uh, just look it up, 40 yard dash. Um, I was sharing it everywhere last night. Um, move Chris Jones back. I think it'll make a big difference. I, I don't know. It's just, they just don't, they don't have what they had last year. We'll see if they can if they can put it all together again. But obviously, I hope they don't. As a fan of a team in the AFC West, um, but I'm not I'm not into them anymore. I, Giants Saquon healthy? Who knows? Boy, uh, you just sneak got- into a playoff like last wild, the seventh seed kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe possibly still. The problem with the Giants is it's like look, people want to blame all the coaches. It's just the easy thing to do in football. You want to say it's judge's fault, this guy's fault. That is all on them. The coach can only do so, so much. The coach can't help you for counting to two or looking at the football to not right. jump off sides or right. being an idiot and getting somebody. That's not a judge loss. That's not a Patrick Graham loss or Jason Garrett. I thought Jason Garrett did his best to drop some interesting plays to keep the. That's that is just the Giants boring. players flat out being Garrett's so boring. Terrible. Garrett's so boring. He's not exciting. That's He's true. He's so boring. Yeah. You know, I, I would love, I think it's time. I think it's time for Freddie Kitchens to get, to get promoted. You're lookalike. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, heavy set dude, facial hair, be- baseball cap on backwards, which I'm not wearing a hat. Um, that that's 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 Levac. He's out there. I I was having this conversation just the other day. The the only thing Freddie Kitchens has truly done wrong so far is be Baker Mayfield's favorite. He got promoted too fast. So now let's promote him accurately. Let's make him the offensive coordinator. Let's see what he's got. Let's see what he where he goes to. You know, Jason Garrett. He'll get a job somewhere. Whatever. He'll be fine. He's, somebody wants a boring offense somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> It'll be great. Um, highlight of Monday Night Football from our guy, Jared. Uh, Peyton housing pizza and wings. He he eats like a person in prison. He eats like a person <laughs> that's afraid someone's going to come steal his food or shiv him in the middle of it. I wish there was a camera on me watching the Manning cast last night because we touched on this a little bit last week where just small things that nobody else notices that people who work in audio like you and I or visual notice. Right. There's a moment where it's the John Stewart interview early in the game, and the <laughs> audio is so bad. I screamed at my no, I uh, can't watch this. No. I can't do it. And I, I had to, I stop. Jared, I couldn't watch it for the, the audio. It triggers me doing this for most of my adult life. This was a funny moment. The eating, the best moment was right before the moment you're talking about. Right when, right when Kansas City's about to turn the ball over to the Giants, they're in the red zone. Peyton begins to call out the the defensive alignment. Oh, it's a cover two with a P dropper. And then I'm like, oh, P dropper. I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, are we talking panty dropper? What are we like? Where are we on this? And I'm like, it's got to be like, um, like a, like a, a, a linebacker. Like I'm not thinking of like a, like, you know, Patrick linebacker or something like that. I just don't No, He goes, well, it's like a P drop. Like when P drops, 
like a drop of pee. That's how the linebacker drops back. And he continues to explain this to the point. John Stewart even brings it back up and goes, Can you tell me more about the pee dropper? So like, like the pee, <laughs> like now knowing that there is at some point, and, and obviously I did not play the level of uh, football that uh, that Mr. Manning did, but at some point in my life, if I had kept playing, someone could have called me a pee dropping linebacker. <laughs> That that was the moment. That's that's when the Manning cast is great. Not in the most serious moments of a game. In those moments where you're learning, you're you're like, actually, I'm dialed in. I'm like, all right, so this is why they're doing the cover two. This is what they're doing. All of a sudden, Peyton, a pay dropper. And I'm like, pay dropper. Oh, he actually means you're in. Oh, he actually does. Okay. All right. All right. He's talking about pissing your pants. All right. That's good. Good for him. Good for you, baby. Uh, and that and the stud fee one. I just slept through what I did here. That was pretty funny. John Stewart good. goes, yeah, can you guys get another Manning going? And right before they go to commercial, Peyton goes, my dad's stud fee has gone through the roof. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about Arch? Nobody wants to talk about Arch out there? I mean, he's coming. He's on his way he's eventually. His way. Maybe the most hyped football recruit in the last, what, 35 years, something like that? Constantly, yeah. the fans want Arch to play for them. It was, yeah, it was a bo- boring, ugly game. Boring, boring, ugly game. One yeah. other thing to add about this Chiefs-Giant game, and it's a quick look ahead to this weekend. Does oh, that oh, feel oh. like the most sucker bet of maybe the entire NFL season of the Chiefs right now being favored over the Green Bay Packers. It just screams the ultimate sucker bet. Like, it can't be that obvious to pick Green Bay. It can't be that it, obvious. A one-point favorite, Kansas City is against the Packers, as bad as they've just looked. See, here's the problem, right? So that tells you that Vegas is begging you to bet the Chiefs. I'm sorry, the, the Packers. Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had about the Chiefs. I know, and I, I, I don't know how I can do it. I know we're way far away from making those selections and everything else, but that just feels like the ultimate. Everybody who's watched any football this season cannot tell me with a straight argument that the Chiefs have been better than the Packers. What is going on in this game? Just something to look at it's for a the pick upcoming right weekend. now. It's a pick them, okay. Yeah. So a lot of money. But, and then also, that. like the Giants. That's, I mean, the Giants have shown signs of life. That's great. You're telling me that Vegas is only a three-point favorite over the Giants? With the way Vegas has been playing off a of bye week, that's there's a lot going on. Obviously, we'll hopefully do our picks. It all depends if um, if if Gazi's mommy will let him come out and play uh, closer <laughs> closer to the to the the games. Uh, we're live here at the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Studios on Central Ave. Somebody, we finally got somebody to, to honk on the way by. Yeah, please honk. I think it's hysterical. I love it. If you're driving by every Tuesday starting at four thirty, we're in here. Uh, we we can see you. We're in the windowed conference room. You know, that's that's where if you look, you, you actually if you look on the road, you can actually see the Tech East logo that's on the, that's behind us. I, I guess I'll just do it. it. Took me a while to find it Show here, but us. yeah, like when you go by, we gonna hurry you, Mister Gray Truck, Mister Black Truck. What well, a lot of trucks! All right, so yeah, please just honk, wave. If you're women, feel free to you know do what you gotta do. Whatever, <laughs> we ain't proud. We ain't proud. Uh, we want to do the uh, not-so-rapid recap? I want to do the not-so-rapid recap, but first I want to give love to our friends at Mohawk Honda Levac. It is November. It is December. Some people here towards the end of the year are looking for their new Ron for 2022. The place to find it is Mohawk Honda. The inventory is there. Shout out to our friend Greg Johnson, Cam McKenna, Jake Doyle, a.k.a. Hot Sauce, VIP man, Lindsay Herndon. There's so many great people we've had the opportunity to meet at Mohawk Honda. And my guy John over at Service. Can't forget about him, too. All these guys are taking care of you. The entire crew there wants to make sure with the holidays on the way that maybe one of your gifts that you want is a new vehicle. I love my pilot. Drove it here today. Best vehicle I've ever had my entire life. My mom just drove all the way from Syracuse to Mohawk Honda because that had the best price for her. Wherever you're listening across upstate New York, it is worth the drive to Mohawk Honda in Glenville. Check them out on social media as well to see all the inventory coming in and the new rides. Facebook, Twitter, all that great stuff and more. 
It's Mohawk Honda in Glenville, where they always go out of their way to please you. LeVac and Guys, of course, uh, we are live on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. We're live on Godzilla Media YouTube and then Godzilla's Twitter because he is an egomaniac. Um, <laughs> I lost. I lost. And we'll be available on uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, you know, Uncle Pete's Boombox. It's going to be, we're in a lot of places. Um, I finally lost. I finally lost at home. Oh, no. So for you watching at home, <laughs> We uh we brought home Camo today, a uh, a, a year old dog from Mohawk Hudson Humane Society, and it's um it's Angelina from the Empress's Fault. Um, <laughs> Angelina was nice enough to help out on um on Halloween over at Malloween at Crossgates. Well, while we were there, she was telling us a story like she had adopted an animal, everything went great, but. Something happened in her apartment where they didn't want to let her have the dog, so she had to take him back. So I'm like, all right, you're taking him back. We're going to go get him. He's already had a home. He doesn't deserve to go back to prison. He hasn't done anything wrong. His name, his name is Miko. I was like, free Miko, whatever. So, so bells goes flying over when they open today. I'm, I'm headed to a meeting. So I got, I got Lindsay, who is um, my, my director of media relations for the Albany Empire. She also is the host of Back in the New York Groove podcast available on Godzilla Media. Yeah, so if you want to hear somebody cry about how bad the Giants are, there you go, hit play on that crap. Um, but she's like, honestly, she was great. I was like, do you mind if we blow off this meeting? And then Because I now I have to – anybody who lives in the house has to show up with ID to prove who they are to see the dog if you're going to get the dog. So we're flying over there. Somebody else gets ahead of us and gets an, uh, the – you have to go have a play date with the dog to adopt the dog. So Miko's name is now Spike again because that's what, that's what his name was – at Mohawk Hudson. So the dog already has an identity issue. You know, we already had, we were going to have to therapy. There's going to be some counseling involved. I'm sure of it. Um, but it looks like it leaves with like this, this couple. They're super thrilled. It's great. So meanwhile, we walk around and Bells meets Camo. And she's just, I said, the eyes light up and everything like that. And I'm like, it's not my dog. I don't care. You, you are a responsible young lady. You pay with your own money. As long as you're picking up the poop and, and taking care of the dog and the vet bills. I got nothing to say. Bring home what you want to bring home. Bring home, bring home a Labradoodle. I don't, whatever, you know, get a horse. As long as it's not going to be a problem for me, I don't care. Um, long story short, sure enough, Camo is now home at the Folly. The problem that I have is every animal we've ever had becomes my animal. Partially because Bells has always been a little younger when we've got them, but also because fatherhood. Well, yeah, and I'm just, and, and I'm really cool, and animals can sense that. While we're walking around the Mohawk Hunting Main Society, who did a great job with everything, I really, really appreciate them. If you're looking for an animal or a donation to, to somebody who takes care of them, that, that's where you go. There's a dog named Horton. Like Horton, here's a who. Yeah. You can tell mostly Pitt, got some Brindle, got some white. Every guys like like if I had if I was holding a milk bone dog biscuit in the air, that dog would not have followed me with a bigger smile everywhere I went. So like everywhere I go, there's Horton like, eh, eh. I'm like, I'm like, Bells, let's Let's hang out with Horton too. Let's see which one. She goes, no. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you got a problem with pit bulls? What are you? What are you? What are you dog racist? Like, what is this? She goes, no. He's already your dog. Like that dog already wants to go home with you and does not care about me. <laughs> so, I'm not saying I'm gonna go get him. But if you want a really cool dog named named Horton, you may want to hurry up because there's a chance I'm gonna go home and be like, all right, well, uh, Camo looks adjusted. We might as well go get Horton too. Horton's coming. He's joining the family. He has no I, choice. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I got to make sure that Camo's set first. But man, it would it would be it would be a thing. Join us, Horton. 
uh john stone uh in in troy saw a commercial with milk dud mike what a dude (laughs) (laughs) love it yeah so the levac family grew by one today and it's all angelina's fault because we went to get her dog to try and get that back and then she'd be able to i I was like i'm a perfect dog sitter you know now now we've got camo thanks a lot angelina (laughs) you owe me your dog walking you're welcome yeah your your dog walking is what you're Uh doing that's the thing that's happening all right let's do the um the not so rapid recap from the nfl week eight Uh, you know we'll we'll jump all the way back thursday packers 24 21 over the cardinals i predicted this one from the rip it may have been one of the only things i got right this whole damn week monday and thursday paid for my whole week i think i like two other plays right like the whole damn weekend that's what i feel like so um I think you just you just saw what can happen when a team takes Arizona seriously, bounces go the right way. I, I think you're seeing what's going. I think the Arizona Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Steelers from last year. Ooh, yeah. Here's the thing about the Thursday night game. I was convinced that the winner of that game, I would call the best team in the NFL. That is no longer the case because a lot of stuff happened from Thursday to today. Maybe we'll get to that. I don't know if I'm ready for a whole power rankings game, but maybe we have to because of all the changes that happened to the NFC. Great game, and you mentioned some bets. Just want to share this. I've shared this a few times this week. I went a perfect 0 for 8 this week on my picks on Gaza. They go 4 and 4, college and pro, donut for 8. Is that more impressive than going 8? No, I'll let you think about that. Gaza's new name is Owen. Owen (laughs) 8. Ouch. Ouch. Incredible. But you're a responsible better. 1-800-GAMBLER, by the way, if you need help. Um, So you didn't, like... You lost your fun money. You didn't. It's not like you're walking around going, "All right, well, if I mow the neighbor's lawn, I can pay my car payment." Like you, you're, you're good. Yeah. Okay. It, it, just to explain some people too how I like to bet as well, or wager, or invest. Sometimes if I see a money line, I'll do money line and spread if I feel really confident in it. I placed 16 bets at Rivers Casino. I spent less than a hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'll just so you're, the, you're doing the five dollar minimum a lot. That's right. Well, yeah, it's it's. I have my electrical beyond this month. If you're asking, you got to build. You got to build. You got to build the nut before you go crazy. That's you know right. what I mean? In my mind, that's good. If you go zero for eight, you know what that means. Eight knows just around the corner. One eight hundred gambler. Uh, if you want to learn why that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, it's it, it comes and it goes. It ebbs and it flows. Like so I, I was, yang. I was. Uh, there's a game on here that that. If I wasn't up, would have ruined my weekend. Actually, wouldn't have because I would have bet less on it. But it, I'm definitely not thrilled about it. But we'll get to it. Bills win 26-11 over the fish. Bills did not look as crisp and as clean as I expected them to. Uh, but they did get it done. Great second half, outscoring the fish. Uh, what is it? 23-8 to in the third and fourth quarters. Josh Allen's a bad, bad man. Cole Beasley goes off for 110 yards on 10 catches. That's uh, the leading rusher and passer for the Buffalo Bills was Mr. Josh Allen. Yeah, that's going to be the concern. seems like the rest of the season is it Singletary is in Moss. Dawson Knox didn't play, but maybe he'll be back and be an impact. In that Hopefully, offense. I need him for fancy. Uh, there's talks out there now. And our, our pal Jimmy Shapiro said that Josh Allen is now the leading wager favorite to win the MVP. And I don't really have a much of a pushback on that. If that's where the money's going to go. Rodgers. You still Murray. get those emails? I do. I don't get those emails. Oh, anymore. I'll start sending them over to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's up? What's up, Shapiro? What's up? Yeah, what's the deal? Yeah, what's like up? you said, not the most impressive Buffalo Bill victory of the season, but they beat a divisional team, and that's what matters in the end. You almost want to see them do this, though, because, like, you, you know, when, when everything goes right, anybody can win. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's it's one of those ones where they, they had to battle, they battled, and then once they really got going, they took off on them. Speaking of uh, taking off on, on, on somebody, how about them Jets? 
the Jets. The Mike White experience is underway in New York. 37 45, 405 yards, three touchdowns for Mr. White in the 34 31 win over the Bungles. Johnny on the spot here, Corey. Hi, guys. How about them Bungles? LOL. Told you the Jets would win. No, you did not. Corey, you actually- I picked the Jets and everybody told me I was a nut job. That's right, Corey. You actually left me a message and said your survivor pool is now done because you picked the Bengals in your survivor pool. So you're done. Corey. Wow. Our pal Nick wow. in Syracuse wrote to LeVac and said, I got to tell LeVac. The Jets are not getting over the 50-yard line against Cincinnati. It's the now the Mike Wood experience for our pal Nick in Syracuse. He then, after the game, wrote, is Zach Wilson in trouble? What happens with Mike White now? <laughs> is he the future? I think Nick speaks for all Jet fans who feel the same way of, they've got their quarterback after just one game. No, All right, so let's backpedal a little bit. First, the survivor thing, the fun part about that, you probably got knocked out of your pool yeah. because the Bengals were a heavy 50 to 60% of survivor of people who were still left had them. Uh, classic Bengals have a great victory the week before. We ask if you're the team to beat in the division and everything else to get knocked off by the Jets. Jet fan, let me tell you this, okay? First week of November 2021, stop it talking about Mike White as the future. There is a long way to go. Wilson's too much invested in him. There's a long way to go. The the only thing I will say with Mike White playing the way he played, two, two reasons you have to take it more seriously than you would normally. Number one, I'm calling Philadelphia and being like, yeah, that sixth pick got lost in the mail. I don't need Joe Flacco anymore. <laughs> but the other thing is we've seen Robert Sala on a team that takes a backup playing like this far more seriously than other teams. When you look at where the 49ers went into business with, you know, C.J. Beathard and, and Nick, Nick Mullins, Mullins and all yeah. those. Yeah, there were, he, he comes from a school of guys who are going to go out there and take that seriously. I'm not saying he's taking Zach. Wilson's job but I am saying there's a decent chance if if Mike White plays not even this well but winning football Fitzgerald might be told to take his time getting healthy yeah there's a chance that all of a sudden it's a hey let's uh let's not rush you back let's sit a little bit if Mike White plays a lot of games this season maybe you flip to 2022 and you wonder okay Zach Wilson will get the start in that fall but like you mentioned trade a possibility young quarterback they're going to let Wilson figure it out. But the way in which Mike White had that game, and if he continues to play like this, he's going to make money somewhere, whether it's New York or yeah. for another team. He's working his way into the old Matt Schaub, Kevin Cobb. Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon, you know, these guys. Chase had, Daniels. There you go. Five, six games that were really good, and they found a contract somewhere else. Um, Cindy Lou. Hello. How are you doing, Cindy? It's good to see you. She wants to sell my house. I was like, can I live in it still? What are we doing? Um, <laughs> we've got uh, one of our biggest Bills fans, Philly Wish. Guys, do you feel better about sporting Bills gear on the Death Wish coffee mug now? Um, yes. Hashtag yes. F Ben and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Philly Wish here. I got at some point I need to know what his overall issue with Ben and Jerry's is. Is it the hippie thing? What is it? Like is it you know, I don't know. Well, but I I'm, I love it. I'm all in on mind? it. I think he just he thinks it's a it's a co-thing, a tag team that you also hate Ben and Jerry's. I'm well, I do hate them. I hate them this much. That's how much I hate them. Um, they're, they definitely have, a, have taken a part in what's going on uh, down here in the southern region of my bellies. But, uh, no, it's, it, you feel, no, you're a Bills fan as far as every Death Wish coffee drinker knows. Yeah, there you go. Philly Wish, I am rooting for the Bills. I told you preseason I had Bucks Bills, and I want that ticket to cash. I told you how many I've already had to rip up. I'd like to cash one, please. <laughs> I, uh, I, I told you I found, I found like 10 or 15 of those mugs. 
Hey. So they would have to do something with those. They still have the old radio station out though, and I know you're not a big fan of that. So no, I'm not. I don't care personally. Whatever. Yeah. Then again, if I can make money profiting from our likeness and image. Oh no, I I'm said I found. Oh. My. Oh. You already spread my money around all these freaking nerdlings that you got doing podcasts. <laughs> I should be paid far more to be here. That's all I'm saying. We got some cool holiday stuff coming up, Levac. Cool holiday that. stuff. Um, you know what was cool? All the blood just flying off of freaking Matty Ice's hand. Matt Ryan's hand gets demolished, as well as the Falcons lose in 1913 to the Carolina Panthers. I'm like, I'm watching that dude put a glove on and go back out there, and I'm like, just that's a man. That's a man right there. Get him a Natty Ice to cool down the Matty Ice hand. That was that was impressive. Um, Chuba Hubbard doing what uh, guys who fill in for uh, Mister Run CMC do. Looking like a starting quarter, uh, running back in the league. A quarterback would be better, but you know what are you going to do? Yeah, when we uh, previewed this game, we talked about how one of these teams could still be in contention for an NFC playoff spot and how important it was for both these teams to stay in that mix. I'm less impressed by both of them at the end of the game. <laughs> Even though you had those <laughs> moments like pits drops of football, Chuba statistically was fine. I know he had an early fumble in that game. DJ Moore had a chance for an end zone. I'm still not impressed. I'm actually less impressed by Panthers and Falcons. I should be enthused because I'm a Buccaneer fan because of that, and I am, but... All right, NFC South. That's what you have the best to give out there. I feel great about the playoffs for the Buccaneers this season. I feel like the Falcons are who we thought they were, just not in a good way, not like not like the Bears used to be. But I do. I still feel like if the Panthers somehow get run CMC back, they all of a sudden get right into the mix for the playoffs and more. Also, you know, one other thing we didn't mention about the Falcons, big part of it, the big story is Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley just left football. Yeah. I don't know what's going on? He just said, it's I'm like done. a mental health issue. We yeah. originally thought it was a London COVID situation where he – the rumors on social media were that he didn't get vaccinated. That's why he couldn't travel across the pond. Not the case. Ridley, if you're a fantasy football manager, if you're a Falcon fan, this is a rarity in sports where a player just said, I'm not going to be there for a while. We don't know when he's coming back. Um, the, sorry, the, the dog that we brought home, Cam, we were told he has a guarding thing. Like you have to be careful because he guards things. Again, he was like a stray. Like, of course he guards things. Um, they were like, yeah, you probably don't want to have him on a furniture yet. He is already on her bed. <laughs> he has already claimed the child's bed. Uh, make sure you can see this. Yeah, so this is the training has gone right out the window, and I'm imagining her 6 o'clock class also going out the window today. <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's what I would think is, is going on in the LeVac household. Like I'm getting, a, I'm getting a new text every 15 seconds with another picture of the dog. The memory of this phone is now shot. All right, going on with the uh, not-so-rapid recap. 33-22. I thought this was the under. I was a stupid, stupid man. Uh, the 49ers beat the Bears. It, it was a lot of pluses in this game. Like, Fields had some plays where you start to see why you want to take that guy in the first round. Can he continue to mature? I don't know. Garoppolo looked a lot like what you want Jimmy G to look like. Um, neither were so good that I was like, oh, my God, I, I wish that was my quarterback. But both were good enough that I was like, okay, I can see why they're yours. Jimmy Garoppolo, do you just have to be mad to play well? Do you just have yeah. that people piss you off? Mad, like bro. The, right, like the Brady situation when he had suspension of the Trey Lance thing, this is going to be the court. Garoppolo just seems like he's got to be like the Bobby Boucher of quarterbacks. Then you just got to get mad and envision somebody's out there having a really <laughs> good game. Uh, Debo Samuel's really good wide receiver for the 49ers. Wow, what a player he is, too. Uh, yeah, like you said about Justin Fields, he has some flashes. And I think Bear fan is saying the same thing about their head coach where, you know what, we had flashes of good plays. Matt Nagy, you take as long as you want to come back. No rush. Okay? <laughs> you take as long as you want. Yep, no rush yep. to come back to this team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, 
it's easier to be patient when you got a guy throwing for over 300 yards. You know, it just it just makes things work a little bit. Speaking of guys finally starting to make me look like I'm not a moron and a dumbass, Ben Roethlisberger looked a little bit like Big Ben, 15-10 in one of the most Browns losses ever. Um, this this game, Najee Harris did his job. T.J. Watt, what what did he have, a sack and a half, did four sacks for the Steelers' defense. Um, biggest hit, honestly, was after the game when Odell Beckham Sr. put out an entire video montage of every time OBJ's been open and Baker Mayfield has missed him. Uh, with REM, everybody hurts underneath it. It's about an 11-minute video, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I think it's the best thing I've ever seen. I'm not an OBJ guy. I'm not a Baker guy. I'm not a brown-on-brown -brown violence guy. However, everybody's like, man, you can't do this system, whatever. It's a dad going to war for his kid. That'd be like TG2 coming after me for all the crap I do to you, TG3. You know? <laughs> he wouldn't because he likes me better. But... But it, could, it would be like that. Odell Beckham Sr., by the way, for those who don't know, was supposed to be and may actually be in the movie Friday Night Lights. He's like a Texas State football legend with like Permian and Carter High School. So go look up Odell Beckham Sr., the Texas high school football legend that he is. Uh, to the game itself, Steelers-Browns. Browns just like didn't have enough. And Miles Garrett might win the defensive player of the year. He might break the single-season sack record this year for how good he's played on the outside for Cleveland. The offense and the issues there with Baker still dealing with an injury and the running backs being injured, they just didn't have enough out there. All mm -hmm. right, so back to Odell Beckham Jr. here. What a clown. <laughs> Senior, not a clown. Junior clown. Yeah, but like, right. look, you and I have done, if we talk about like the athletes we've discussed together over the past five-plus years, of especially New York individual athletes, Odell Beckham Jr. is near the top of the New York athlete we've discussed individually maybe the most over the last five and a half years. Enough. Enough, Odell. You get hurt. You get hurt. Okay, fine. It happens in sports. But you haven't been good in a really long time. Like a serious, impactful wide receiver. There was reports going out from our pal field, Yates and others, that said, is Odell Beckham Jr. going to get traded? This was a classic move today of, hey, I'm upset I'm not getting the football enough. Let's do everything I can before the trade deadline to get traded. Hey, Dad, can you help me? Sure. I'll put out a weird-ass video of REM, like you said, of like, yeah. And it didn't work. And you know why it didn't work? Nobody wanted him because he's not good. He's not productive. That's the problem. Like, I've defended Odell as probably way too often now looking back at it. Of, he's got skills. He's got talent. He's going to help Cleveland get back. He hasn't been good. There's nothing else to say about it. In this move today of trying to get – where the hell did he think he was going to go? Like, who's – who's? hey, hey, Cleveland, we got to get Odell. I know he had one target. <laughs> we got right. like nobody wants him. He's just not productive anymore. There's no other way to put it with Odell. He's the classic example of the juice not being worth the squeeze. Yes. Because if he wanted to, I fully believe he could be a top 10, 15 receiver in the league. But that's not his priority. You you think about it. When you think about OBJ, you think about an amazing one-handed reaching back catch against Dallas. You forget they lost that freaking game. You forget that it, most of his big stat games were in games they either lost or they didn't matter. He's not, like the beauty is that people are finally stopped. They've stopped railing against the Giants for the most part over him. I still think he ends up on the right team in the right situation. He could be, I don't know about Pro Bowl, maybe just under Pro Bowl. You put him with a Brady, I think he goes nuts. I will point out. Brady has gotten everything he's wanted since he got to Tampa, including Antonio Brown and Gronk, who are both head cases in different directions. 
and he hasn't asked for OBJ. <laughs> he has not asked yeah. for OBJ. So I, I think that's uh, like I'm 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 kind of I've I've come around all the way on him where I'm now rooting for him because everybody else is against him. <laughs> like I'm now the feel bad. Right, right. Like <laughs> like I was so against him in the beginning because if you were really being honest and paying attention and reading between the lines, Tom Coughlin was telling you this kid's lazy. This and, and maybe like the divisions of lazy are, are 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 different, right? Like my division of lazy is fat as hell. His division of lazy is he's wasting a, like a kind of physical talent that most people don't have. So I guess you could say that about me too, but uh, more to the fat thing. <laughs> uh, rolling on, you know how you know you know another one I got wrong. 44-6, Detroit gets stomped down by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, this game, I kept waiting for that moment when Detroit went, hey, we play football too, and it just did not, not happen. Two really bad <clears throat> two really bad teams, and Philly looked really good. Good good for you, Philly fan. That's your moment right there. Eagles are bad. Eagle fan, yeah. bottle that up. Act like it wasn't Detroit out there. Just, like, put that as your whole season montage, right? Everybody loves to do, like – here was the Eagle season in 2021. Just play all those Lions cuts of everything that you saw. Uh, yeah, same with you. Uh, I think I, we both might have picked the Lions outright yeah, in this game. And, yeah. Uh, was what else were the Lions going to win? Yeah. Now, now here's the thing. Like, if you're an Eagles fan, in reality, this is the first step towards good. You beat the hell out of the teams that are worse than you. Like, you look at their schedule this year, and that's what they've done. They beat the hell out of the Falcons, who they were better than. They lost. They they almost beat the Niners. They were in that Niners game. They got destroyed by the Cowboys, but now we're starting to see the Cowboys are one of the best teams in all of football. They got they got beat by the Chiefs, but they put 30 on the board against them. They beat the Panthers. They're better than the Panthers. They they lost to the Buccaneers, but they were in the Bucs game. Raiders destroyed them, but they they clawed their way back into that one as well. So they're they've they're doing that first step towards being good. And there's no point in muting your microphone Sorry. if you're going to die over there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, Wait, no, you made a good hey, point. hey, can we get the yeah. Steramis team in here? Can we get the – okay. Blew it in his lungs. Said it wasn't by, a big deal. By the way, uh, Techies Fire and Water Restoration, tefirewater.com, we have a machine called the Steramis machine, which is a very good way to disinfect rooms after gauze costs up a lung in it. Uh, so just give us a call if you would like to do that. Schools, businesses, we're here for you. Uh, call, roll it on with the with the not-so-rapid recap, which is probably the least rapid recap we've ever done. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty sad, to be perfectly honest with you. Titans-Colts, this one hurt me. This oh, one hurt me. Oh. Let's say that I was up, well, let's, make, let's just make up a number, $175. And let's say 125 of those dollars went right back out the window on the Colts. Because that's what happened. Not only did they go right back out the window with the Colts, people in this office were betting against me on the Titans. I personally, personally, again, playing with house money, 1-800-GAMBLER. You mean No, I'm good. Hate rooting against my friends. But since they were both rooting against me, first score, I send the the Colts mascot when he's doing like the forward thing. The second, and I had said before the game started, the reason I'm betting against is I think Ryan Tannehill is a huge pile of shit. So I found the Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park, and I put Ryan Tannehill on the huge <laughs> pile of shit, and I sent that out on the second score, which was the interception. And then, as you can imagine, I did not get so friendly text back once it started going the other way, um, and the and the the Titans end up winning 34-31. So the Titans win that game. Colts have a big lead early. 
Wentz makes some dumb decisions during the it's game. Terrible. We had yeah. no receivers. Everybody's hurt, but still, there were bad decisions all, all the same. Another example here in week eight of that the result of a game does not give the overall take of what the future is going to be. We talked about that with the Cardinals Packers, where I thought the winner of that would be the best team in the NFC. Even though Tennessee wins that game, sitting here on a Tuesday, if you told me who I think is not going to come out of the AFC South, I'll tell you the Colts because of that season-ending injury to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Titans. It, um, right, Titans. Tight, yeah. I think the Colts now will jump the Titans in the division. The Colts will be the playoff team because of Derrick Henry out for the season, the foot injury, which I don't even know if we've seen a video clip of how he actually got hurt yet, which is the second primetime big athlete, J.J. Watt was the other one, where not an isolated play had it happened. Tennessee is done without Derrick Henry. Adrian Peterson's going to put up some more yards and some maybe some touchdowns to add to his Hall of Fame resume. But Tennessee is done without Derrick Henry. That is now the Colts division to come back and win. I, I don't know if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule him out completely because the, the way that – I mean, you think about it. The Colts did shut him down early in this game. And I know that's a big part of it. Like, you get tired of hitting that guy because it hurts. And it hurts more and more as the game goes on. I think Vrabel will keep him alive. They're up, I mean, they're up, what, four games right now, basically. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait in, in, before I put a fork in him. But the Colts are definitely, like, on my short list of, of ready to uh, to get back in this thing. But just Frank Reich has the worst luck. Those refs, that was the worst performance by the referees that didn't have a glaring bad call. Like, it was not consistent. Like, I, I just quick shove like that on God's. Up oh, 15 yards. That was unnecessary roughness. I'm like, okay, whatever. Two seconds later, I forearm shiver him in the freaking temple. And, uh, you know, while he's, un while he's, he's just defenseless, they're like, good hit, good hit. Good. Like, it was ter It was the worst refs without, like, one glaring call. It really, really was. Rams, 38-22 over the Texans. This game was far, far worse than what that score tells you. The Rams did what they wanted, when they wanted. Oh, by the way, now they've added Von Miller. <laughs> yeah. Watching that game, I thought, you know what? I think they could score 100. If they really, really wanted to score 100 points in this game, I truly feel like Sean McVay and this team could score 100. Yeah, if this, this is Tecmo, it's one of those 77 nothing games where you score 11 touchdowns, 100%. I love, love what L.A. does with draft picks. I What draft love picks? It. Exactly. Do you, know how, do you know what they have now? I Do they know what they have? <laughs> I, I know what they have. Okay, give it to me if you got it. So they have their fifth. And seventh rounders, I believe they have a second fifth rounder, but they have a third rounder coming because they hired a minority in their front office. So they they realistically have a three, I think three two fives and a seven, maybe three five and a seven. That's all they have left. So when the draft comes and everybody's like, oh, I can't wait to see what my team does, Rams fan, you just take that weekend off. You're good. You already drafted. <laughs> L.A. thought about this. They thought, okay, you know what? We traded up to get golf. We're never doing that again, ever. <laughs> All right, we're going the exact opposite way. I, Levac, I've told you this for years. I thought NFL GMs way overvalued draft picks, and the Rams. Are well, that was the old up. regime, right? Uh, that was Fisher and now, and, and the front office. Right, yeah. it was. Now I'm thinking back to it. Because like when LA. they brought in McVay, McVay was supposed to make Goff work. Yes, and and got to a Super Bowl. Todd Gurley gets hurt. All of a sudden, that offense is crap, and here we are. I so, love it. I mean, and, and by the way. They sent off to Siberia. He's in Detroit. So I got another question about the Rams. I'm going to save for later here in the okay. recap, though. All right. Pats, go ahead and get it done. This is one of the few things I actually got right over the weekend. 27-24 over the Chargers. Uh, the, the Belichick versus young rookie second-year quarterback thing kind of stays alive. You, you know, Herbert did fine. He got you two touchdowns. But all in all, 
interceptions when needed. The Patriots are the Patriots, and if you're a young quarterback, God help you. There's so many fun ways to win slash lose bets. Is there anything fun slash worse than a meaningless touchdown with under a minute to go to hit the over slash under? Because <laughs> um, that's what happened to me yeah, in this game. A meaningless touch. Oh, yeah. It didn't make Van Pelt, but boy, it should have probably with the late touchdown there by the Chargers that had nothing to do with it. That game was about Bill Belichick. And I looked, yeah. hey, Bill Belichick's a great coach, guys. Wow, what a hot take. But <laughs> there are certain things in that game. But it's nice to hear it. People don't right. talk about it it's, you know, anymore. Like right now, it's like, oh, Brady, 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 Brady. Well, yeah, Belichick's still kind of good at what he does. There are certain plays in that game, and in particular in that second half, where it looks like the Chargers are going to take over, and the Patriots have a great defensive alignment. They trick Herbert, pick six. Herbert's trying to go deep at the end of the game. They really can't do it. It's a defensive game. It's a great victory for New England. That is why Bill Belichick is one of the greats of all time. He outcoached Brandon Staley, who people were ready to say is the next hot coach in the NFL. I don't know how he looks personally how, with the shirt off. But. A little plain. A little plain. Uh, you know, not exactly your type. I mean, I know I know you're more into the uh, you're more into the Case Keenums. That's more your <laughs> or the Kamala Anthony's. You have a very wide spectrum. Maybe he's in there somewhere. Um, how how about 31-7? Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith at the helm over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Geno Smith quarterback rating was 128.3. Geno. Geno went 20 for 24, 195 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, sacked three times for a loss of 35 yards. Geno Smith, everyone. Geno Smith. And he's got no Chris Carson helping in the backfield. He's still injured. That game, Seattle fans, great. You had your moment. I still think you stink. That is more yeah. about Urban Meyer and the Jags. He's not making it out of this season. There are some moments that are going viral now in Jacksonville. Like they have the team huddle. You know, like you put the right. hand up and. People are not even acknowledging them, but just like walking away. It's like, okay, Jacksonville's oh. officially checked out on Herb. Well, but here's the thing Seattle, you get Russ back and you're back. I mean, obviously you can win. So there you go. Uh, the Washington football team travels to Denver. Broncos win this thing 17 10, meaning that of my three survivor pools that I entered, one of which I gave to my daughter, my daughter is still alive. She picked Denver this week. <laughs> I am dead in two of them. This is like, I assume if people were at Halloween parties, you people who were overserved just bumping into each other constantly in oh. the dark, trying to do a dance move or do that's what Broncos football team was. I want to win. No, I want to win. No, I want to lose. I'll fumble the football. I'll try to score. I'll fu- stumble. That was a mess. Uh, both franchises are not in the right direction right now. It's complete, utter nonsense. Heineke's fine. Teddy, two gloves. Maybe got one more season as a starter. Mess of a football game. Congratulations for Denver. You somehow came away with that victory. The real winner is Von Miller, who's now a Ram. Yeah. So, and and here's the thing about that. Did you hear the reason why people believe it might have happened? Did you hear the same thing involving this Halloween party? Yes. Confirmed by our pal Zach Bio, one of four three the fans. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he would confirm it. Zach's a little crazy. He, he smokes the heavy, heavy lot. It's completely <laughs> legal. legal like that's true. Um, I didn't know that one. All right. <laughs> um, so I guess he has this banger of a Halloween party every year. Well, this year he forced people to help him pay for it. Can you imagine being a rookie and here goes Von Miller? Yeah, where's give me give me five? Oh, push-ups? No, no, five grand for this party. Am I invited? No, screw off. Uh, <laughs> so, but I mean, God, one line, Sue, him, uh, I was it Floyd. I mean, Jesus. Jalen Ramsey still in the secondary. Rams, Rams, Ooh. Rams, good. Picked him to win the Super Bowl. Might get that one right. Buccaneers lose. Again to the New Orleans Saints, 36-27. Biggest loss on the field, maybe, just maybe, 
is the fact that now Trevor Simeon is the starting quarterback for the Saints. Jameis tears the ACL, damages the MCL. No more Jameis Winston the rest of the year. Bummed out Jameis Winston was having a season that might have redefined how we viewed his NFL career. Bummed out for Jameis Winston. Told you this when we previewed the game. This is always a bad match for Tampa. If the Buccaneers weren't my favorite team, I probably would have taken the Saints as this flat-out pick. I took them with the points. Uh, yeah, they just don't play well against New Orleans. Bad matchup. Sean Payton's got Bruce Arians' number to all that stuff. Trevor Simeon. Everyone has an athlete like this. Everyone has an athlete that, for whatever reason, they'll stumble on their name, whether it's their first name or last name. You can play this as your drinking game if you're listening. At some point, I'm going to tell myself, I am not going to call him Travis Seaman. All right? <laughs> it is Trevor Simeon. At some point, I know I'm going to slip up and call him Travis or Seaman. Trevor Simeon, that is my athlete. I will be most likely to somehow screw up his name over the next two months. But Travis Seaman is it could be his poor name for all you know. I mean, that you don't really know. I mean, you you might you might have just stumbled onto the story of the year. Trevor Simeon. Yes, Travis Seaman, right. Um, Cowboys with Cooper Rush win in Minnesota 20 to 16. I thought Cooper Rush meant you lost. Cooper to Cooper, Amari Cooper, everything looked good for uh for Mr. Mr. Cooper to Cooper, hanging with the Coopers. Uh, Amari Cooper was it eight grabs, 122 yards on a touchdown. Cowboys are legit and should be feared. Thinking back now, about halfway through the season, there have been two games I felt the most confident in when it came to wagering the Buccaneers destroying New England and the Vikings destroying the Cowboys. Big fat 0 and 2 for that one. <laughs> I had the Vikings at plus two and a half. Okay, this was Minnesota's night. You want to go through fan bases if it's hard to be a blank fan. It's hard to be a Viking fan. If you've got friends or family members, our guy Steven's a big Viking fan. What the hell happened on Sunday night for that team? That is an opportunity where you pound the football. You beat Dallas. Dak Prescott looks great in warm-ups. They say, you know what? We're not doing it against Minnesota. We don't, we'll we don't need him against Minnesota. <laughs> we'll and Minnesota's got chances at the end of that game. They can't get a stop. They got dumb penalties. Kirk Cousins at the end. So I, I saved this for the end. With how impressive Dallas was in that victory against Minnesota, I know you just mentioned you had the Rams in your preseason pick. If you had to say right now, who is the best team in the NFL? Is it the Rams over Dallas? Now, they haven't played with Von Miller yet. If you want to flip it next week, you can. Because as good as LA is, after what Dallas did, if I had to run to Rivers right now and maybe reconsider my Buccaneers or Bills, I would tell you right now the best team in the NFL is the Dallas Cowboys. So I got no reason to back off the Rams. I got no reason to back off the rims. I think Stafford's finally where he belongs. And I think the more people like make up stories about like, oh, well, you know, he's, he, you know, he had Calvin Johnson. He had this, he had that. So well, this doesn't make a difference. The, the Rams are legit. The only thing that like remotely makes you nervous about the Rams, the running back situation is a little more foggy than what I would like, but I think McVay can work his way around that. And McVay reminds me of Gruden before we knew what he used to email. Like he's got that vibe to him where he just, like, where's the deficiency? I can make that work. Except for he seems to like his quarterback and get along with him. So I, I, I'm, I'm all out of the Rams still. I'm not going – there's no reason for me to want. Now, who I think they're going to play in the NFC Championship game? Dallas. Dallas? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking back at Dallas now, too. Like, if Dak is healthy and everything else, like they're going to be so tough to beat. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to add about the Rams, you mentioned the running backs. I find it funny that uh, Daryl Henderson is – Fine, he's good, yeah. but he is the worst interview in the history of the Levac and Gosh show. You know what? You know why he's so bad? And we, we, man, we probably had worse. He's the worst with, with the most hope. And what made him the worst was we were talking to him on Radio Row. I asked him if he was if there was any real interest from any of the New York teams. There was a chance we were going to be covering him here and whatever. Uh, you know, blah, blah blah. As soon as the mics are off, he pulls me aside. He goes, "Yeah." So the Jets talked to me for like an hour. And blah, blah. I'm like, 
you should have done that. If you'd done that on Mike, we could have talked. Okay, never mind. Um, if, if Dallas, by the way, gets that pass interference call against Chris Godwin in week one, they could be undefeated. Uh, Corey, will Saints sign Cam? He wants everybody to sign Cam Newton. He wants every <laughs> single team to sign Cam Newton. And then how about this? He always says Mirage. Real or Mirage are the Saints Super Bowl contenders. Mirage. Mirage. Mirage they are. Not. Mirage they are into not. the Cam point, Corey. Uh, I would say if any team right now is the most likely to, at any point of the season, sign Cam, this is the one. If Cam doesn't get signed by the Saints, Cam, great career, MVP, almost won a Super Bowl. Thanks for coming. We enjoyed your time in the league. If it's not the Saints, I don't know when the hell Cam's getting back in the league. This makes too much sense. He knows the division. It's 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 about Taysom Hill, though, isn't it? If Taysom Hill's – you, unless Sean Payton's a way better liar than we think he is, he seemed ready to go to war with Taysom Hill as his quarterback already. Yeah. So if Taysom Hill is back from concussion and everything else, a mixture of Hill and, and, and Travis Seaman, I don't know why that wouldn't wouldn't work out. I love somebody just started listening to the podcast right now goes, why does Levac not know the guy's name? Um <laughs> no, see I I I I don't think so. I think Cam's another guy. Like he's he when when Cam is a hundred percent physically just right, he's a monster. He's not a super accurate passer. He's not great at reading defenses, but the threat of him running you over makes the windows open up and he looks better all the way around. That's awesome. Lamar Jackson is now becoming a guy who can do those same things faster, but now he's got to the point where he, you can see him starting to get better outside the numbers with the ball and he's starting to read defenses. Which you know, it's almost like that scene in uh, in, in Happy Gilmore. Oh, Happy can putt like he's like he's rounding out his game. Cam never had to, and he's I don't see him starting now. So it's not like Randall Cunningham when he came back from the ACL injury and all of a sudden he was a pocket passer in Minnesota lighting up the league. It's I just don't I don't think I don't think it works. Um, <laughs> Billy Wish again, guys. Is it too early for your old nerd friends and the Breeze to be playing Xmas music? I was playing in the car last night at work when I was transporting pastors. Must be an Uber driver or something. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm good with it. I've decided to be awkward, go to Christmas stuff too early. I almost wore my Santa um, sweatshirt today to work just to piss everybody off here at Tech East. Um, no, I'm good with it. Like, go start playing the Christmas music. And by the way, Tech East Fire and Water Restoration is one of the sponsors of Christmas music on the breeze this year. <laughs> so oddly enough, very good with it. I'm okay with it. Give this person a follow on Twitter at Faith King TV. Faith King TV. She was doing the morning anchoring this morning. She's partners with Chris Honorado on 13. Okay. And they had a special on that. And Faith broke in a song. Chris is doing the read, like, you know, the promotion. Right. And I don't know if Chris wanted to do it or not, whatever. Uh, but Faith is singing. Good for her. Beautiful voice, beautiful presence on television. Very funny. Good job by Faith King this morning. Keep up the great work on 13, promoting the Christmas music. She was all about it. She had another video she put, put out, 3.15 in the morning, Christmas music blaring in the news station. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look, I, I whatever makes you happy, okay? Listen, it's a miserable fucking world, okay? Can we just be real about it? Gaza's got Rona in one lung, and he won't admit it, and he's he's infecting me here. I've already been bubbled off by the Steramis team here at uh, we you know we do we do COVID stuff over here uh, at Techies, and you know like it's just the, the world is tough. You know what I mean? There's a lot of trolls on the internet. Yeah, all those things. Look, little uh, oh by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas. If that makes you happy in November, rock and roll. Yeah, have a good time. I don't have a lot of Thanksgiving music, so let's go. Let's just skip over to it. Let's just do it. I was playing Christmas music in my backyard uh, in July because the neighbor's kid was pissing me off, and I thought it'd be funny to blare Christmas music until his, his parents brought him inside. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm the wrong one for that. I'm all in. I'm all in on the Christmas music. All right? All right. Um, what? 
You don't do that? You don't, you don't do a little psychological warfare from have, time to time? I have so many follow-ups for the child. Was it a teenager? Was it a baby? No, younger kid. Good kid. He's okay. a good kid. He's just a little over the top. He's got and by over the top, I mean he climbs up the fence. <laughs> and like when I'm trying to mow, he's like in my face. Like, hey! And I'm like, hey! And he's like, hey! And he just keeps saying, hey! And I'm like, what? What do you want? And then so I was just like, you know... Like, like i just started blaring it man i just imagine your neighbors like that little kid from the movie up hey mister yeah similar very similar i'm not old enough for that yet and we're going to need a lot more balloons to get my fat ass in the air so <laughs> so that's that's where i'm at right there um really really uh really really quick i don't know if you wanted to do this or not did you see the college rankings uh i did not i was you know i was holding off for the college football playoff rankings that were coming up a little bit the ap top 25 is out though and i will say this it is a mess. It is an absolute insane mess. I, it I don't hate it. Okay. I don't hate it. Like Georgia's number one for sure, right? Yep. I, I don't hate Cincinnati being two right now. I don't uh, think they'll ever be up there again. Uh, here's the problem with Cincinnati. Cincinnati, they're not, Cincinnati. they're not Central Florida from years ago where they blew teams out. They're not Boise State. They're not one of those teams. If I did this on GonzaloMedia.com, Michigan State should be number two. That Michigan-Michigan State game was great. Back and forth, both teams even. If you play that the big house, maybe your Wolverines pull off that win. If you play that on a neutral field, that might come down to a game-winning kick. Michigan State goes out and beats Michigan. They're undefeated. They're a Power 5 team. They've beaten better opponents in Cincinnati so far this season. Michigan State should be two. Now, Cincinnati gets college game day this week. It's a huge deal for the program and everything else. Michigan State has Purdue, Ohio State, and Penn State on the way, so they have to have the merit to get there. But... I would have Michigan State at two, and I'd put Cincinnati at three. Um, he, here's here's the problem, and it pains me to say this. What if Michigan's not good? Michigan, the Wolverines. Yeah. What, what if mean? they're What if they're just okay? What if they're an okay team? And that's like you know Michigan State, like yeah, we just beat Michigan. And it's like okay, cool. Um, they're just okay. Like the the inconvenient truth of the Big Ten is right now, Michigan and Michigan State might both be overrated. You're saying basically that by the time late November hits, they both could have two losses. Michigan could knocked off by Ohio State. Maybe Michigan State loses back-to-back to Penn State and Ohio State. Hell, that Purdue line smells as smelly as it did when they played Iowa, the Boilermakers. It's possible that they both could fall off, but I have to give them credit where credit's due right now. You know, that's, yeah. It's the weekly rankings. Like it, it, To that point you just made, right? Like Alabama. Alabama has one loss as ahead of some of these undefeated teams where it's like, okay, if you put Alabama on a, on a field against these undefeateds, would Alabama beat them? Maybe, but these undefeated teams still have work to do where they can actually, at the end of the day, say, hey, I've got a better resume. Here's kind of how I look at this. It's like students in school. Hey, I know this kid's smarter than the other kid, but right <laughs> now we've graded the papers and his average is better than his. <laughs> you know, like, right. I know there's more right. tests to come. I know there's more quizzes, but I can't change this kid's grade yet until he passes some of the tests and gets higher scores. Yeah, but remember, this is a little more subjective. You can be more subjective. I, Bama, I, I'm still... Of all the teams I think could probably beat Georgia, Bama or Ohio State. I guess I'm not as a – I was a preseason, loved Ohio State. I know C.J. Stroud's getting a ton of love, and his stats are great. You're voting for the Heisman, right? I don't think Ohio State's very good. It's people right. make them out to be hurt. But who, who could beat team. Georgia? Just Bama? Boy, who could beat Georgia? Uh, I would tell you nobody. But, all right, who has the best chance? Championship game, post-New post Year's. Chance, what is it? January 8th or whatever the F it's going to be. Uh, it's got to be Bama, right? It's not Oklahoma. Hey, Michigan State. 
Man. Kenny Skywalker the third ain't doing what he did to, to Michigan and Alabama. I feel like Alabama is the right answer. The problem I'm struggling with is Wake that Forest. I wish it'd be Wake. I'd love to get a Wake Georgia title game. The problem I'm stumbling here with Bama is that they still have a freshman quarterback. Bryce Young is good. He's a starting quarterback for, or a freshman for Alabama. That alone is an unbelievable statement at any position. But if you told me one of these great defenses of all time gets a freshman quarterback, don't you think Kirby Smart's eventually going to catch him? I'll go with Alabama, but you can hear my lack of confidence in that answer. I wish it was Oklahoma, but Rattler. And all right, who's your four? Here. Who's your top four? Then? My top four would be this. Georgia at one, Michigan State at two, Cincinnati at three, Oklahoma at four. I don't hate it. That's fine. Five. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I thought it was going to be way off. No, that's that's fine. I just I like Cincinnati being up there because I don't know if they're going to get back up there. I don't know. I hope they don't lose. I hope they get and, in it. And Jonathan Flagel. How do I feel knowing that Nathan Peterman's been cut by the Raiders? Well, I guess we're going to start losing preseason games. I guess that's what it comes down to. <laughs> the greatest preseason quarterback in the history of the NFL, Nathan Peterman. We barely knew you. <laughs> Think about that. Nathan Peterman. Out. Has there been have there ever been a quarterback more protected by John Gruden's career than Nathan Peterman? No. All right. And if you wanted to sit down, Jonathan, you could be the guy to do this for us. If you sit down over the last 20 years and make an argument of who actually got on the field and played is a worse quarterback than Nathan Peterman in the wow, NFL. Wow. Wow. I would like to find out who it is. You're taking preseason out of this? Is that what you're doing? Preseason's taken out. I wonder. See, here's what I think, Jonathan, and uh, and hater guys over here. Mr. Good, good, good Haterade over here, uh, live at the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Studios. Uh, I think they released him because they knew he was a better option for New Orleans than, uh, than, than Trevor Simeon, and they wanted to give him a chance to go flourish. They said, spread your wings, little birdie. We've already got Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. Spread your wings, Nathan Peterman, you beautiful baby angel. I think that's what happened. I would say that he's a really good practice player. And preseason, preseason practice, whatever. Ryan Lindsley and Todd Collins is my top three worst quarterbacks of the last twenty years, and Nathan Peterman's one. I don't think I've ever seen the cry face where uh, Tom Tom McGrath who gave a little cry face earlier. Must have been the Henry Rugg story. I don't know. Uh, it might have been. How dare you? How dare you, Soch? Uh, so. Levac, we got to give some love, by the way, to our newest sponsor here on Levac. Oh, Northeastern Insurance. Jared Lozier, if you're looking to save money on your business, your car, and more, call Jared today at 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753. The holidays are here. So many people are wondering how to invest, move their money, find out great ways to get things going for 2022. We love Jared. He spent a time with us at the Hideaway Golfing. Great guy. Jared Lozier, give him a call today, Northeastern Insurance. If you're looking to make those moves for your next big business decision, if you've got money that you've been saving up and you want to make sure it's invested the right way, maybe you run a business and want to make sure it's protected for it, it might be on the way. Someone to call, someone to trust. Our pal Chad over at the Highway had a nice long post about Chad right. today. I'm like, hey, 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 he's going to be on our show getting talked about today. Knock it off, Chad. Thank well, you, Jared, for helping us here in the Capital Region. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. Welcome to Godzilla Media and Levac and Guys. I was glad that Chad did that. Because Chad's a hell of a businessman. He understands money. You bought Bitcoin um, and sold it before it went back up. Ah, so darn it. I know Jared does a good job because Jared annoys the living hell out of me. And I still think he's a good insurance guy. So that, that should tell you something there. But hearing Chad say it, now I'm in. Now I'm in. I was like, God said it. I was like, eh, well, you know, if anybody needs insurance, it's this goofy bastard. But <laughs> when Chad said it, and now I'm in, Jared, good to go. 
And uh, of course, you hear techies work with a lot of insurance agents. So we're very excited to, to know that he's part of the family. Um, yeah, I I don't. I, I just gotta ask you a question because you sure. do a lot more fantasy football. You do the what the fantasy podcast and all that stuff. You picking up Adrian Peterson? Tennessee picked him up. You picking up Adrian Peterson? Yes, and you're gonna enjoy the reason. Seventy thousand years old. Here's why I'm picking up Adrian. You have to carbon date Adrian Peterson. You got to cut his leg off and count the rings to see how old Adrian Peterson is. I don't think. Which, by the way, he would play through that injury. (laughs) Have you? I got to answer this question with a question. Do you have any moments over the last? You and I worked together even as far back in rocking country that you asked somebody a question during an interview. And you felt like it was an argument. You just had like, okay, I think I'm right on this take. You think yeah. you're right on this take. Yeah, we did and, that for how many years? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. This one stands out to me. Our pal Jordan Rana, this has got to be three or four years ago. We had a conversation about Saquon Barkley, what, whether or not Saquon was going to be the number two pick that year for the NFL draft. And I asked Jordan, I'm like, hey, you know, Adrian Peterson's out there. And he laughed at me and said, guys, they're not going <laughs> to sign Adrian Peterson. Like, he's done. It's over. He's I mean, he was old. right. They didn't sign him, by the way. But, they didn't yeah. sign him. That's the year he did the Arizona-New Orleans thing. And I'm like, okay, we can go back in history and be like, it's not so much about whether or not that was the right decision. Is that they thought people, Jordan Ronan, NFL experts, that Peterson was done four years ago. So I said, no, I know he's wrong. I know what Adrian Peterson is. He's a freak. So because I, whatever reason I remember that quote for, I was like, okay, I knew I was right about Peterson. <laughs> I roll with Peterson every single time. So, yes. Look, he actually had some impactful games for Washington. He was a starter for fantasy football teams from Washington until he got cut. So my answer to that is yes, especially with how many injuries have been a running backs this season. He can get you some points. So yes is my answer to Adrian Peterson. So don't sleep on Mr. Peterson? No. Well, you know what? If you're having trouble sleeping, you should call 518-885-6185, the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa with Dr. Fred Dreher. I'll tell you what right now, my friends. Snoring, it's bad for you. It's bad means you're not getting good sleep, means people around you aren't getting good sleep, means sooner or later, the other person in the room, the missus, might do the old pillow thing. <laughs> Stop snoring! Or you wake up with the bruised ribs. That's a sure sign of snoring. Stop snoring! Um, there's also sleep apnea. That's terrible. Mine was really bad. Our guy Kyle, who we've hung out with a bunch of times, who still wants to buy us beers after that, uh, that wild card game we did forever ago, he finally went, and he's like, thank God I went. I got the mold done yesterday. He can't wait for his mouthpiece. We're talking about a mouthpiece, okay? No hoses, no wires, easy to travel with. Uh, maybe I'll bring it in next week and just show everybody because everybody, everybody gets all weird. I don't want to do it because I'm missing a tooth right now until until December 1st, but who's counting? But so easy to use, so easy to clean, so easy to travel with, change your life, get the sleep apnea under control, get your sleeping. It's gray season, which means if you're like the way I used to be, you head bobble, you drive, that's not safe. 518-885-6185. 518 518- 85-625, Dr. Fred Dreer at the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Helps me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better, too. Woohoo! Thank you. Now, All right. Talking about sleeping, LeVac, hopefully mm. people stay up and watch the World Series tonight. I had a banner. I don't know if it's still up there. Hopefully nobody uh, took oh, off like they usually do. Oh is, is there an MVP Anderson banner up yes, there about yes, that guy? Yes, there yeah. is. Hold on. Let me grab it, though. I gotta, now i got to do it. S- Sunday night, the game's in like the fifth inning. It's at 10.30. Past midnight finish for the most recent World Series game. I feel like now all the people who complain to us about the game's going long, I now feel your pain being the father of a year-and-a-half-old child. Yeah, but you don't even have a job anymore. You're your own boss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't work anymore. Where do you think I get up and watch the child? This is work all day, LeVac. Seven days a week. There's no days off in Gaza. Jordan still does all the work, though. (laughs) Right? 
Absolutely not. Oh, I hope she's listening. Jordan, no, she tuned it off. She said it sounded sick. Stop it. <laughs> Anyways. That's funny. Jordan, as soon as you tuned off, his voice went right back to normal. It's crazy. I don't know what happened. Ian Anderson. Did you toss him tonight? Do you toss him in game seven? What are we? Uh, we're already complaining about the sabermetric guys yanking him out of the no-hitter. Is tonight the night, to quote Dexter Morgan? I feel like Ian Anderson could have an MVP-type performance if they let him just throw the ball. You hear us. Gene Snitsky, the manager of the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, Schnitzel. Oh, man. So here's here's the problem I have with that, right? Is is throwing him almost the same? It really depends where you're at in the game, right? Max Freed's, by the way, the pitcher. Sorry to cut you off, but right. just in case people are getting confused by how I set that up. Unless, unless, like, let's say if Freed's out in the third, I throw him. But if Freed's out in the sixth, I, that's why you have a bullpen. You let your bullpen, you let your bullpen work. Because then I have every I have him as all hands on deck. For the seventh game, I I think you need to win though. I really do. I, I I've seen it. We've seen it way too many times recently where team gets out to a fat lead, the other team comes back and bites them in the ass, and they go to seven and they win the thing. But unless unless it's one of those situations where Freed just doesn't have it and you need to go to somebody early, no. Let 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 Mister Anderson get all his rest. Yeah. Look, the game seven thing. Here's what I don't want to have happen for Ian Anderson. I don't want to have him lose, lose in game seven of the all? World Series to like, but like two to one. Right. He has a great game. We look back, we're like, well, you know, Anderson was good, but he just didn't have enough. Yeah, he did, though. Like, he did have enough. You guys, the Atlanta Brings, did not let him show off exactly how far he could go. I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden he pitches like, I don't know, gives up two runs in six innings and they go to the bullpen again. I want Ian Anderson to have that moment. My confidence level in Atlanta is not what it was earlier in the series, especially during that game Anderson pitched, because credit to Houston. Many people want to call them cheaters. They've had comebacks before. I call them a cheater. They are. <laughs> they had comebacks against the Dodgers. They've had comebacks against the Rays. They've had this happen before for their franchise. So even if they're down three games to one, Houston has given us the benefit of the doubt that they found ways to come back and win games. So rooting for Ian Anderson, want him to be the World Series MVP. So Lars probably in that category too, but he's got an opportunity to do it. So there's the weird spot. You almost want Houston to win tonight so Anderson has his moment in game seven. I just want to win tonight so Houston doesn't. That's what I'm on. I'm, I mean, like, listen, I'm not a Braves fan, but I'm an Anderson fan. I'm a, you know, Chris Honorado's a big Braves fan. We like him. I, yeah, I just, they're the closest thing to something to root for. I, and plus, I want it over with, so it's really over. Uh, so I can get, you know, completely on the football and, and be done with it. We're, we're, on the, we're on the NBA. Uh, all right. It is LeVac Goss. We're live here at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. We're in the studios. We're right out front. You can see us. A blue Camaro convertible just went by. How you doing? Um, listen. Last night, I'm in a chain text with Gaz and Boston Dan. Out of nowhere, Gaz like references some story. Boston Dan freaks out. I'm sitting over here like I don't. I'm about to start looking it up, and instantly Gaz texts, "Don't look it up if you don't know the back. I want to see your reaction on the show tomorrow." I'm like, at this point, there's no way you can live up to what you guys are hoping it's going to be. However, I did not look it up. I do not I'm have so any idea. So Texas is back. This is what Gaz put in the thing. Texas is back, exclamation point, pole assassin and the monkey. If this does not live up to the hype, I don't know what will. I mean, when you're when there's assassins and monkeys and everything else involved, you've got my attention. Guys, non-traditional headline away. Levac, there are reports coming out that special teams coordinator for the Texas Longhorn, Jeff Banks, may be in trouble with the local authorities because during a recent Halloween venture... Kids showed up to his house. One of the young trick-or-treaters was attacked oh, no. by Jeff Banks's monkey. The monkey had to be... Did he smack the monkey? 
had to be ripped away from the child, allegedly. Again, more details are still sketchy at this moment of a monkey attacking a child during Halloween. But Levac, it does not stop there. You ask, why does Jeff Banks, have a the monkey. special teams coordinator for the Texas Longhorns, have a monkey as a pet? Well, as people dive deeper into the story of Coach Banks, he, uh, years ago, left his wife and family for his now girlfriend, who is known as the pole assassin. Oh, what's up? Yes, an exotic dancer who would have an incredible skill set on the pole. So much so it was shown on the Jerry Springer show, where her skill set was shown off. Pole assassin has been trending today because people have now found the Jerry Springer videos of the special teams coordinator, girlfriend, wife, female, partner, whatever you want to call her, named the Pole Assassin. Yes, Levesque, go ahead and Google her name I'm right looking, now. I'm You've I'm missed out there. on some I'm of the best right stuff there. from Pole Assassin. So the monkey is Pole Assassin's monkey, where she used to incorporate the monkey into her dances. Oh, it's actually – oh, it is. It's part of the – It's part of the routine. That's oh, right. Yeah. That monkey's seen things. So that's what's happened. I'm glad – Who's, who's... – yeah. Follow-up style, go right ahead. You kept it quiet all day, didn't look. This is, is that what you expected to hear? <laughs> Who would you be more afraid to be exposed to, outbreak monkey or pole assassin monkey? Which one has more diseases <laughs> is the question. Pole assassin monkey. It's got to have, it's got to be, that poor monkey. That, that monkey's seen things. Like, that's, that, that, monkey is, that monkey's lived a tough life. Like, I, I, listen, I'm not one, like, the people who, the people who freak out and want to call PETA over every little thing, like if somebody like yells at a dog or something and, and whatever, and, you know, be nice to animals. I'm usually like, like, hey, calm down. Like, let's say, like, oh, you ate a burger. You're, let's call PETA, whatever. No. The fact that this poor monkey was a, was a stripper prop. <laughs> like, like you, you, not a boa, not, a, no, not, not like a, not even the animal, like just the feather scarf thing. The, the, the monkey was a prop. And by the way, I got. I think I got to give it up to the special teams coach. <laughs> like, like, oh, how'd you guys meet? Ah, well, I, I licked and slapped a five on her ass. It stuck. <laughs> the monkey came and gave me change, and uh, it was love at first sight. All three of us. That's the been together ever since. What do you think about Steve Sarkeesian actually hiring him? Like, you, this had to have come up in the interview. Like, hey. What if it didn't? And the first time Sark's having like a family dinner for everybody, he brings her and he's everybody's like, I think I know her. The <laughs> wife starts sneezing. But Gertrude, you're only allergic to monkeys. Like, I don't know. Something. <gasps> She's the stripper with the monkey, the pole <laughs> assassin from Springer. Oh, my God. Will, like, will this monkey be the next Harambe? Will the monkey start a cold phone? Did the monkey actually get is set Is the monkey up? in trouble? Like, it's, what happens to the monkey? Because, like, I imagine attacking a child on, on Halloween, you know, the monkey's got a little, little problem coming its way, a little reckoning. Yeah, pun intended. Is it a witch hunt for the monkey on Halloween? <laughs> I, I'm a little nervous about this poor little monkey. Haven't you always wanted a monkey? Um, I want more. I want the 30 for 30 on pole assassin. I want that to be an Olympic sport so she can show off her skills. Season two of Tiger King. I just want one episode just to be about the monkey. (laughs) Just about the monkey. Like, I'm now thinking of, like, the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a strip club. And it's never a monkey. It's never been a monkey. I mean, I haven't been in a strip club in 100 years. (laughs) I don't. As I've said a million times, I want to give a woman all my money and not get laid. I'll get married again. Um, She was a wonderful woman. We're good friends now. Um, I... What, I'm I, I'm mesmerized. What 
what turns you on about a lady dancing on a pole with a monkey, too? Like, is that the second you? You know what? I take back the kudos to Mr. Banks. Mr. Banks is like, oh, man, I've never seen a woman upside down twirl and hang onto a pole with her arch while while literally spanking a monkey. I need that in my life. Every time you call Mr. Banks, I think of the Disney movie, Saving Mr. Banks. Like, this is actually a <laughs> Disney movie involving a monkey. Also, going back to the whole situation. Yeah, uh, like, is the kid in therapy? Like, how does that happen? Like, what happens to the, what, what happens next with the monkey attacking the trick-or-treater? Hope the kid's okay. What did the kid do to set off the monkey? He didn't tip. Uh-oh. He was dressed like a, like a foreign businessman. Back to the strip club thing. He, okay. was de- he was dressed like a member of Sopranos. He was any, care, any, any person who was ever in a strip club and didn't tip appropriately, the monkey was like, had a horrible flashback to the night that he, didn't, he got kibble <laughs> instead of prime rib because mommy didn't make enough money on the pole. <laughs> you mentioned you have been in a strip club for decades. But would you have acted like, oh, right. Like, would you have acted cool if you saw the monkey in the strip club? Like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be. Because I'll admit it right now. I would have tried to act cool and blend in. Like, oh, yeah, monkey. That's a, that's a, that's a Friday night at the strip club. Yeah, I know what's going on. A monkey just sitting there. Right. And this, like, that's a great friend test, too, right? You go to the strip club. The monkey's on the pole with the lady. Whichever one of your friends does not react in just dismay and horror is out of the group. <laughs> They're out of the group. It's over. I got none for you. I got none for you anymore. I can't like if I walk into a, if I walk into a bar and there's a monkey, I'm like, dude, just a monkey. That's what's going on. And but like a strip, I think I not I don't want to sit here and pretend I'm some kind of prude. Like I'm not cutting a hole in the sheet to to make the love. You know what I'm saying? That's right. But I am saying that like. If the second a woodland creature or a jungle animal or anything is involved, I'm no longer turned on. Like I said, I'm sorry. Like I got like I'm not Corey from Greenwich. I don't see a cow and get excited. Oh, sorry, Corey, that was a joke. Um, I I just I think I leave. Like I'm I'm going to strip club to get a boner, not like hand a banana to the fucking monkey. You know, like, let's go back to like okay. So like you're breaking it down here of. He left his wife for her, right? Yeah. That's, so he he must have walked into the strip club or found the clip on Stringer and said, you know what? I found her. This is what I've wanted Mrs. my Banks. entire life. Yep. Mrs. Banks. And not just that. Like, like, I'm sure there's guys listening right now who have stepchildren they don't like. It's like, yeah, yeah I tolerate the kid because I love the mom. And so I'm hoping one day. No, this dude's stepkid is a fucking monkey. Like, his stepkid is a monkey. And the monkey attacked a trick-or-treater. Like, I just, I don't know how you, I don't, uh, this is, you walk into, when's the last time you were at a, at a, a, a strip club? Uh, over 10 years ago. College. Okay. okay. I'm probably around the same time. Like, again, I just, it just doesn't do it for me the way, I, but I'm just saying like, like things that would make me turn around and leave. And I have walked in, I have been to strip clubs in cities that should not allow their women to be naked in public. Okay, or private, or near your privates. Like we're talking about. I was. We were on the road. We it was. I was working for Rock Station. We we're following Godsmack, and after the show, we're headed to the hotel. We got the windows open, and you hear live naked women, and it's like an industrial district, right? And there's just a random cone speaker on the on the outside of this building. Live naked women, and like and. We all were drunk, and we looked at each other and went, except for the driver, he was a saint. And we all looked at each other and went, got to see. 
got to see what's going on. Got to go in there. We would have been the hottest women in that bar. Ooh. We would have been the hottest women in the bar. The one lady was as wide as she was tall. And, again, and I'm sorry, ladies, you're all beautiful in every shape and size, blah, 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 blah. But we all know who shouldn't be naked in public. I'm on the list. We stayed and drank because it was two for one Miller Lights, okay? I literally bought a balloon out of the thing that was like a like it was supposed to be a guy. It was stupid shit. We just had a blast in there. If I walked that place, there's a monkey on the pole. I'm out. I'm out. I can't be. Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. Like like you know like we've all seen the old '80s shows where the donkeys in the show. Nope, peace. Gotta go. Gotta go. Once there's an animal involved and I'm not the animal, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. It's a crime waiting to happen. We know it is. There's. there's just no there's just no way it ends well like what's oh my god i'm so turned on oh my god there's a monkey i'm more turned on okay i gotta leave you're not my friend anymore we're done let me officially declare it right now i've had months upon years of dropping the same stupid joke on twitter i will say it once and for all after this story texas is back longhorn football is back and if you watch college game day this week that whole crowd in cincinnati is going to just be nothing of Pole Assassin, Monkey, Jeff Banks. That is going to be all game day. Hey, ESPN, you cowards, show the sign. Show Pole Assassin. Show that little monkey. R.I.P. Harambe. That's what I need. Texas is back. Take it with the points. I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm just saying. People go into strip clubs to see a monkey, and they stay aroused. You think about that. And one guy was so aroused, he left his wife. And moved the pole assassin and her pet monkey into his house. <laughs> and when you think to yourself, oh, what's the harm? It attacked a trick-or-treater. And that's what we know about. That's what we know about. Texas is not back. <laughs> a whole new meaning of special teams. I now, you know what? I now want to see a, a sitcom where they fight crime together. You do? Yes. Mr. Banks, the special teams coordinator for University of Texas, pole assassin, and Pebbles the monkey fight crime. Let me. Oh, you're right, Pebbles. That guy does look suspicious. Oh, the guy in the strip club looks suspicious, huh? All right. Well, there we go. Let me be the first to offer Jeff Banks, pole assassin, and monkey a spot right here on Godzilla Media for that show. What would you name the show? Pole assassin. Special pole monkey. Coach Banks. Spank the monkey in a special way on the pole. There's a lot. I gotta go. I got enough of this. I can't. live up to the hype. I think so. I'm kind of mesmerized. I'm kind of mesmerized. But again, I just can't get over the fact that people walk into a strip club and go, "Oh, there's a monkey. I'm gonna give more money." Like, <laughs> I want my money. Back. Like that's where we're at, right? That's where, like, like you know, it's a twenty dollar cover because we got a big show tonight. Oh, cool. What's going on? Pole assassin. Oh, right. And a monkey. No, I'm good. Peace. I'm not. Whatever. Like. <laughs> Even pole assassin makes me a little nervous. <laughs> no poles were harmed in the making of this video. But the monkey kicked the shit out of a kid dressed as the guy from Up on his front porch. <laughs> like, <laughs> poor little monkey. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out. We may have a show. Stay, um, keep an eye on um, all of our Twitters, at the Jeff Levac, at Tom Goz, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. Of course, the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. Um, and if you, uh, we, we appreciate all the comments, the uh, likes, the subscriptions, um, you know, just download it on as many devices as you can, cause we can charge people more money, uh, in the future. If we ever find a way to monetize this thing, um, <laughs> Is that a thing? yeah, 
we have more views, right? Doesn't it more downloads? Doesn't that look good? You say you're gonna charge people to watch this? Is that what you just no, said? No, like like uh, like listen, our, our good friend Cindy Martin is one of the best realtors in the world. She said, I kind of want to sponsor LeVac and Gaz. Well, if you guys download a bunch of crap between now and when I actually talk to her about money, I'll charge her more. Oh, okay. <laughs> she wants to sell my house. I mean, Cindy's awesome, but she we're happy to have her as a as a as check a friend, on my man. social media to make sure I'm alive over the next few days. Yeah, uh, check on mine to see if I found a strip club with a monkey in it. I might have to go to strip club. I might like like shenanigans is down the road. I'm like, like the name of the place is shenanigans, and they wouldn't have a monkey in there. <sighs> it wouldn't. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> and most like, strip clubs serve food. Some of the food's good. The lemon pepper wings down in Atlanta. People are breaking quarantine over a year ago. <laughs> you can't have monkeys around the food. Monkeys grabbing five dollar bills and scurrying off. It's a freak. I'm out of here. By, uh, by, by everyone. Now we know where COVID came from. Strippers with freaking pet monkeys. I don't know. China, you're off the hook. Pole assassin and pebbles the monkey <laughs> caused COVID. I'm out. I can't do it anymore.